Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As 
Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, Hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl. This is the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, and then make them fight for our amusement. Uh, so how this works specifically is that we get all of the information off of StarWars.com Databank articles, so it is absolutely canonical. And uh, then we, we massage, we discuss, we discover our feelings, and then finally the fighting will happen. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me is, of course, Mr. Ken Nabsock. Good to be back on uh, one of my favorite shows in the Star Wars universe. Uh, we got some great shows on Force Center, and I'm a fan of all of your shows more than I am my own, for good reason. <laughs> Databank Bro actually gets me excited. And I feel the same way about your shows. Oh, so one of us is always excited about yeah. something. One of us and has more self-loathing than the other, maybe. I don't know. But I love this show. I'm so excited. Awesome. Awesome. And we're both excited uh, to have Jennifer Landay with us here for this Databank Brawl as well. Hello there. Thank you so much for coming and doing this. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I'm so excited. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, yeah, so we'll get, we'll get into the fighting. Okay, so our, this is our third episode. For our first episode, we did some classic trilogy characters. For our second episode, we did some uh, Force Awakens characters. And for this one, I wanted to do some prequel characters. And then going forward, we'll get to some of the great suggestions that you guys have been uh, tweeting at us with the hashtag databankbrawl. But for today, for our big prequel smackdown, we have that classic battle between Rick O'Lee and Yarel Poo. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I should have mentioned that one of the goals of this podcast is to not only have fun making people uh, fight, making characters fight, but also kind of learn some stuff about the characters and learn what uh, what the official Star Wars people think about them based on how they've written their descriptions mm. on StarWars.com. So uh, we're, we're going to start by discussing Rick O'Lee, then we'll move on to Yarl Poof, and then there's going to be the fighting. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. They describe them. I'm, 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 I'm showing... Uh, I don't know if you know this is this is who right. we're doing. Yeah, okay. so, uh, yeah, okay. so okay. A, a fan mentioned in a very fair point that we should describe them physically. So after after I read Rick O'Lee's entrance, we yeah, will, sure. uh, I will... I will come to you, Ken, for a physical description of Rick Oli so people can really picture them. So here is what StarWars.com officially says about Rick Oli. A veteran of the Naboo Space Fighter Corps, Rick Ali was the leader of Bravo Flight and had the honor of flying Queen Amidala's royal starship to and from Naboo. The honor of carrying her back and forth. That was an editorial by me. Sorry. You're getting back to the official text. Answerable directly to Captain Panaka, Ollie was capable of flying any craft on Naboo. During the Battle of Naboo, Ollie's squadron of N1 starfighters were successful in destroying the Trade Federation's droid control ship with the help of Anakin Skywalker. So that is officially, I, I lost myself in judgment and already made a comment about how exciting Rick Ole's life was. But besides my editorial, that's the truth from StarWars.com about who Rick Ole is. Uh, Ken, can you give us a physical description? Yeah, Rick Ole, um, the actor himself, uh, I think his name is Ralph Brown. He was also the roadie in uh, Wayne's World 2. Uh, he wears some flowing robes. He kind of has the hair of a Game of Thrones character, uh, or me now. Uh, he is a... a, a middle to uh, late middle-aged uh, white humanoid, uh, 1.83 meters tall. Um, eyes are bluish green and light brown. He was, of course, from the royal house of Naboo. He, he looks like an Uber driver. He uh, does look like a space Uber driver. And it, that is, he looks like, a, you're, you're pretty handsome, but 
your best years are maybe past you and yeah. maybe things didn't turn out exactly how you wanted. And what I love, you know, they, they, uh, I'm on, uh, uh, not on StarWars.com, but I'm on Wikipedia and, uh, you know, you want to attribute a cool quote to the character to kind of get you in the mood. But this might not be canonical because it's on uh, Wikipedia. Well, this is in the yeah. canon section. It's in the canon section. So I don't okay. want to, I'm not I don't want to no, no, the integrity no, no, of the no, show, no, but, no. but, um, the cool quote they've used to describe and get you in the mood for Rick Oley as a character is enemy fighter straight ahead. Mm. <laughs> See, he's a straight shooter. Literally, straight he shooter. knows exactly what's going on. Okay, so now we know uh, some stuff about Rick Oli. Yeah. Now I want to talk about our personal reactions and memories. I'll start with you, Jennifer. Do you, and it's, if the answer is <laughs> hell no, that's fine. Do you remember this character? <laughs> Gosh, no. <laughs> like, how did I miss this guy? He had such a memorable quote. Uh, <laughs> he is famous to, I, I think, prequel nerds in being Captain Exposition. He explains oh. things the audience needs to know. He's the one as they're approaching Coruscant. He just says, out of the blue, Coruscant, the whole planet is a city. Nobody's talking to him. Nobody, <laughs> nobody said, what is that? Uh, and he's oh, got a little no. scene of he's teaching Anakin how to use things. But yeah, he's just, he seems like kind of a standard go-to guy who maybe just blurts out stuff we already know. Like, hey, we just drove by a Target. Like, I know, Rick, I got eyes. I <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Uh, so that, that, that was a little bit yeah. of my... I, and I've always been amused by him uh, because in the lead up to Phantom Menace, all of the action figures came out. Yeah. Uh, everybody, almost everybody was a cup or at some sort of yes. Chalupa discount at uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> so you had relationships with these characters before you saw yeah. the film. And yeah. then you realize how some of them like, this is uh, not an important character. And yep. also you, you hadn't yet seen in Star Wars uh, because it hadn't been political yet. Just kind of some people just going about their boring, crappy lives. <laughs> Was he an action figure? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, I have no. a Rick Lee action figure. Yep. No. Yeah. But he is also likable, I would say. Uh, my reaction when, I'm, when I rewatch The Phantom Menace is... He, yeah, he's likable, and he's not. He isn't pedantic in his mm-hmm. explanation. He seems like yeah, maybe he would actually point out also some stuff like, "Oh, cool, I didn't know that." Yeah, absolutely. What What is your emotional relationship with Rick Oley? Well, I mentioned what I mentioned for a reason when I saw him. I was like the roadie from Wayne's World too, <laughs> one of my favorite comedy series, uh, and uh, I was very excited. He's the one who's like, I had to take the brown M and M's out of Aussies. I think that's that's oh, Rick nice. Oley, and um, so I was excited. Then he just flew the ship around, and then but he did. He was in the end battle. That's yeah. uh, That's he. He was flying around. He was little, also there while Anakin uh, single handedly yeah. took care of everything. Yellow, yes. right, exactly. yellow uh, starfighters flying around. So uh, I walk. I have a positive memory of Rick Oley. Okay. I was disappointed to learn that maybe there were some people who didn't like him because of his uh, Captain Exposition type of vibe. But yeah. I, I liked him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a that's positive a positive memory. It's a little bit of a. Do you have a question, Jennifer? No, you're, you're, I'm just you're, like, how did I miss? guy well I'd it's be, real easy he's <laughs> not don't worry in really a easy. lot of the movie uh he is there for monumental moments and has no impact on him uh much like our next combatant <laughs> yarl poof uh one of the best star wars names ever Clearly. yarl poof and I did not know this character's name till this moment <laughs> good good uh, i want this to be an education in some of the horrible mm. corners of star mm. wars the fascinating uh, horrible in a good way to me. Here is the official StarWars.com databank entry about Yarl Poof. I learned a lot, and I think you will too. Mm-hmm. A gaunt, long-necked Quirmian, Yarl Poof has two brains and four arms, which he kept hidden beneath his Jedi robes. 
Poof was a member of the Jedi Council during the final years of the Republic and was in the Jedi Council chamber when Qui-Gon Jinn returned from Tatooine with the extraordinary news that the ancient Sith had returned to challenge the Jedi once more. Wow. Yeah, mm. a lot in there to unpack, but first... The appearance, uh, you will probably recognize this character from The Phantom Menace as the Jedi with the long, long neck and the weavy bobby head on top of that neck. <laughs> yeah. neck. Um, I think when Lisa Kudrow hosted like the MTV Movie Awards around the time, they did a sketch in the opening and they made reference to this character, not as Yarl Poof, but just like as she was kind of next to like, hey, guy, why is your head bobbing? Um, so you definitely have seen him. Yeah. Um, um, I don't think you knew who he was. Um, he is 2.64 meters tall. His eye color is red. His skin color is described as pasty white. So he, Pasty uh, white. Okay. Yeah. I would have thought of a, a light green, but no, it's pasty white. Yeah, not I, quite a Danzig concert pasty white. Yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah. yeah I think most, yeah. I, I think even a casual viewer of Star Wars might remember the weird long-necked yeah. uh, alien because I think yes. there's that excitement to look around. Oh, what what aliens that? are what in, in here? And I think if the internet had been at full power, mm-hmm. if social media had been around in 1999, I think he would have been a meme real easy. Oh. Because oh, I yeah, think yeah, he was yeah. sort of a pre-meme meme where yep. uh, I remember doing an improv show in 99, like a month after it came out and somebody started a, a Jedi scene and I think I played Yoda and my friend just uh, went in the back and just stuck his, stuck his hand up real tall, <laughs> made a little Muppet hand, uh, Muppet mouth with his hand and then just drifted a little bit and everybody laughed their asses off because they just recognized, yeah, that's the weird bullshit that's alien in the background. Yeah. What is that guy about? Love little we know that that was Yarl Poof. Yeah. Oh, Yarl. Uh, so d- did you remember uh, Yarl Poof? Yes, Jennifer? I did. For that exact reason reason i was looking around look at the aliens i just was like i like that guy <laughs> yeah. i like, like him so you liked him you had a positive emotional reaction oh yeah absolutely i wanted to know more about him so now now i'm learning more yeah yeah <laughs> i had uh some I, i'd not describe it as a negative reaction but i definitely yeah. was aware of his character but it was like what the hell at the time <laughs> like came out of that movie jennifer made this face of pure disgust <laughs> Uh, how dare you, sir? Um, uh, I yeah, it was like, what what is going on in this movie? Who is that? That's not even a functional neck. Like, what's going on? So my young self at uh, about twenty three when I saw this movie, uh, that wasn't my Star Wars. Uh, since then, now I have a, uh, I could look at it and laugh. And now that I know the name is Yarl Poof, uh, how that escaped me, I don't know. Because there are literally nights where I'll go on either StarWars.com, DataBank, or or Wikipedia, or just uh, a, a Star Wars visual encyclopedia or dictionary and i'll look up characters that i don't know i can't believe i did not you know this know. character's name Yarl Poof. Yarl Poof. Yeah. uh yeah i think i had uh, an immediate positive emotional reaction to him i liked that in phantom menace there were some aliens who looked truly different i didn't i didn't like like ben quadraneros whose, whose face looks a little bit too mm-hmm, much like mm-hmm. a cartoon uh, like he's from yeah. wacky races but this was like oh well yeah that's kind of different but still fits and i immediately thought he has to be such an amazing Jedi to protect that incredibly vulnerable neck. Like Mm -hmm. he has to be such a great defensive lightsaber user. I I didn't know he had four arms either. Yeah. I did not know he had four arms or two brains. Two brains. Uh, And I love this detail in the description on databank that he keeps his four arms hidden beneath his Jedi robes. So uh, I don't know if that means he's walking around with none of his arms exposed (laughs) or if he's got, Three showing and one, <laughs> one in the back for surprise. Uh, wow. And two brains. Two bra- so when you picture a long-necked dinosaur-like guy, yeah. Oh, yeah. does he have 
like a secondary brain, like uh, like several dinosaurs and I think yeah. lizards have the the ganglia. Yeah. Which is at the base of the spine, the butt brain. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it's chickens. It's why chickens, uh, it's allegedly why chickens run once, they're, once their head's head is cut off because they're still getting some impulse. So I don't know if we're being told <laughs> by Star Wars that Jarl Poof has a butt brain. Like, don't worry. <laughs> His neck can go and he's okay. Yeah, he's he can okay. keep fighting for like he two years. a little bit like the portion, you know, in the first Men in Black, uh, when uh, Tony Shalhoub's character, is, his face is shut off and his neck starts growing back. He looks like that a little bit to me, but yeah. the neck kept growing. And I I think one of the things that that really put him over the top of being memorable is that he didn't just have a long neck and a small head. It was that it was wobbling slightly. It was yes, drifting it was a little bit like he was around. maybe listen to this, uh, an R&B jam. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, any other emotional reactions, thoughts, uh, desires about Jarl Poof? No, I'm good. I want to see these people. OK. Yeah. And then and so. They shall fight. So selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Rick Oli versus Yarel Poof. This is going to come up again and again on Databank Brawl. It's cruel to put up a non-Jedi against a Jedi. He's already sure. got his back against the wall. But let's talk about exactly where this fight is taking place. Mm. So where do you guys want this epic battle to happen? Is it on Naboo? Is it in space? Uh, here's where I want it to, to happen. And Jennifer, you can disagree with me. I want it to happen on a uh, landing slash launch pad on the uh, on Coruscant. Okay. Not too far like from the Jedi Temple. Mm -hmm. Because to me, this fight takes place shortly after the Jedi Council says no to Anakin being added as a trainee in the Jedi Academy, the young Annie. Yeah. Because um, Rick Oli has a, 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 an affection for young Annie. Like he, he picked him up from Tatooine, and this is he's he's the one who said, oh, the Coruscant's a big city, and, and, and it kind of took him under his wing. And so... When he hears the news coming down, you know, Qui-Gon and, and Obi-Wan took Anakin up there and they said no. Rickle is going to be like, what do you mean they said no? <laughs> oh, I love it. And he's not going to stalk or, or, or wait to pounce on Jarl Poof, but they're going to run into each other, in my mind, uh, on a landing platform. Jarl's out to maybe do, we hear there's some Sith, Sith back, there's some something going on with the clones. We got it. There's stuff going on in the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. There's a phantom menace afoot, <laughs> and Jarl Poof's going to be heading out. Yeah. And okay. they're going to run into each other. I like that. Ooh. I like that. Jennifer, do you have anything to add about the conditions of the fight? Oh, this is, this is going to be dirty. I feel like... Like, like Rick, you know, like kind of does stalk him a little bit. Okay. It comes out of the shadows. It's like, hey, yeah, hey, you. Like okay, so you guys are, yeah, so you guys are thinking that Rick is pissed and he wants oh. to take it out on the Jedi Council. And he looks around and says, just based on their appearance, who, who do I have the best chance at taking out? Yes. Wobbly yeah. neck. I'm going I'm to yes. follow Wobbly neck. His yes. name is Poof. I'm going to follow Poof. <laughs> All right. So he follows Poof <laughs> out of Strange Vengeance. Yeah. Uh, and here's here, I'm going to get into my first opinion about yeah. this fight. I think that Rick Oli is going to be starting out with uh, not luck on his side. I think he's going to be in a bad place because I think because he is Captain Exposition, I think mm. he is going to yell out, I'm going to fight you now. <laughs> <laughs> and I I'm think gonna he's going to right. spend all that time skulking and hiding and sneaking up on Yarl Poof. But then I think he's going to stand up and say really loud, we're going to fight now on a platform. <laughs> Did you know the whole planet's a city? Yeah. <laughs> right here on Coruscant, a planet made entirely of a city. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, be I believe that. Okay. 
and and uh, how, how how should we just go? Yeah, in? let's yeah, let's okay. start describing what what we think are going to happen, who we think has an advantage, and why. How mm. how is this uh, fight going to turn out? So the initial advantage is going to go to Poof. Yes, because he is a Jedi, and and Oli's just a fighter pilot. He's gonna probably got a laser blaster. And I think Jennifer, you're right. I think Oli steps out from beside uh, behind the shadows with his blaster, maybe at his side. Now he knows better not to. He doesn't. I don't know if he wants to kill Poof. He just wants to knock some sense into him. Exactly. Okay. So the yeah, blaster's right. not maybe factoring in yet, but I think Poof turns around and is like, I, I know you were there. And <laughs> like his For you sad people who can't yeah. see Ken, he is he is drifting as I'm he performs Jarl Poof. Oh he, he's swaying to the rhythm. Swaying to the rhythm. rhythm. And I think Poof, the robe comes off and the forearms come out. And I think Rick, Rick, Rick Lee says, hey, you've got four arms. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, for oh sure. Yeah. God. I think that Rick Oli uh, would probably just uh, get panicky as soon as he sees the forearms. Yeah. Uh, maybe Yarl Poof. We don't know how he talks. Maybe he says forearms and two brains. You dumbass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and maybe, maybe Rick Lee gets scared at this point. Uh, and I think one of Rick Lee's strengths is not only he's, he's uh, friendly, he's easygoing, he wants to defend Anakin. But I think he also knows that people have his back. That's what's right there in the databank description mm-hmm. of that he is used to working with Captain Panaka. He is used to yeah. having a whole squadron of people with him. So I think he would get out his comic and say, started a fight I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> We're on platform. I'm screwed. Uh, please uh, which, please get here right now, the rest of all of the various yeah. royal guards on Naboo. Yeah, which for me, no matter the outcome of this fight, so I can jump to this now, at the end of this fight... This, to me, leads to Panaka resigning and Captain Typho coming on board and having to fire Rick Oli, put him on administrative leave for maybe some bad behavior. This is why we don't see Panaka. Yep. In, in or Rick Oli in Attack of the Clones, right? Because I think this leads to some bad stuff. Yeah, do they because they picked yeah. a fight. Okay, so they're they're facing off. Is yeah. soon the lightsaber hasn't even come out, and Rick Oli is probably saying out loud, "I misjudged you simply because of your neck." Uh, <laughs> what do you think happens next? Uh, do you think Yarl goes on the attack, Jennifer? I'm trying to. I'm picturing it like an MMA fight, right? So we yeah. have we have Rick, who's like a, a typical boxer. Yeah. You know, he's great. Oh, right. standing up, but mm. Yar Yarl Poof is like a jujitsu person. Yeah, you know, and so it's like, well, we got to go with whatever his strength is. Mm-hmm. So I think he, he's almost going to be like drunken master with that, <laughs> with that neck. You know, kind of like now Jennifer Swain, for the record. <laughs> kind of like disorienting Rick, and he's mm-hmm. like, what am I going to do? And he's like, he, I just see him punching and you know Jarl moves to the left and another punch and he moves to the oh right. Oh my god the drunk makes so much sense because he has four hands to hold yeah. four beverages and yeah. two brains to mess up with booze. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I Yes and I think Rick gets in. He gets some shots and I think Jarl's a Jedi enough to know that I'm not going to lightsaber this guy to death. Right. Yeah. I, I can't do that. Unless he absolutely makes me. Less, unless, mm. yeah, a Jedi mm. can, I can't fight a war for you. I can only defend myself, is what he's basically, Poof is probably saying aloud um, to Rick. Um, and I think at some point, Rick kind of tries to spear tackle him. I trust, he tries to maybe, uh, you're right, I think Ali wants to stay up. He's an old, I think he got into some bar fights on There's the boo. pugilism going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think he knows, he tries to get in there. And I think at one point, we literally have three of, of Jarl Poof's four <laughs> hands holding Rick Ali back and Poof saying, much like the kids in the Hall sketch. Stay down. Stay down. <laughs> I think uh, we haven't given Poof a voice yet, and I think I like it's. That. I think it's that. That's it's it. reminiscent of Mark McKinney. Uh, yeah, going, I don't want to fight. Stop. Stay down. I don't want to do this. But the Aww. other hand is 
is is like pounding. Pounding. Him. Yeah. Pounding. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think, uh, and I think at this point, I think Rick Oli has knows that he has made a mistake. Uh, there has been an error in judgment. He is saying that out loud, <laughs> but he is also he. I may have made a mistake in error in judgment. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life has been errors in judgment. Uh, <laughs> the whole life covered in errors. Uh, I think that he is also he's loyal and fierce. That's why he started this fight anyway because yeah. he, he he is offended by the Jedi's rude treatment of Anakin. So I think he's not going to give up. I mm. think that the some of his buddies show up. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and some see of the royal guards. Some, not some necessarily Panaka. Not Panaka himself, but yeah. some of the royal guards. Uh, yeah. They've been having a good time in Coruscant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, checking out the lower levels, and they come. They come running, and they don't know necessarily that Rick started <laughs> this fight. So maybe they start actually firing at Yarl Poof. One of the Ooh. one of the guards has a shirt on it that says, "I survived level 1313. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I had thirteen thirteen <laughs> shots on thirteen thirteen. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I so think they I, come around the corner. I, yeah. And I oh, think I, I think. Hey, what you doing to Rick? Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, they're normally peaceful. Naboo doesn't want to have yeah. a military. They have uh, they're a volunteer just, they're army. They're guards. Yeah. They're volunteer army. Yeah, so they're kind of crap anyway. Right. Uh, but I think they. I think tensions are high, and I think they start shooting. I think at this point, the lightsaber has to come out. <laughs> and I yeah. think that Yarl Poof uh, is a defensive master, like mm-hmm. O- mm-hmm. second only to Obi-Wan Kenobi, whose style is okay. based in defense. So I think he is great at deflecting blasts and in choosing that I'm not actually taking him out. I think he is whacking the Naboo guards in the shin with their blasters <laughs> and yeah. taking them out. So they're, they're falling down, but they're not dying. Yeah, it's quickly devolving into a into a Benny Hill sketch at this point. In my head. <laughs> Poof is maybe he's got one against the wall with his one arm. His other arm is tripping like the other two because I, I think about three guys have come to help Rick, but Rick is still trying to fight and he's flanking, going, "I may have made a mistake, but I'm still going to fight." Yeah, and like he and I think he's still holding Rick Lee. And for me, it's kind of reaching the fever pitch. The other guys kind of gather themselves up. They're kind of they're they're going to charge again, but then like some Jedi Force push holds them in there. Um, And then I I think in my mind, at some point, Rick Lee and him separate, and maybe there's a moment where Rick really comes to terms with what he has done and what Mm. he's incapable of doing at this point. So you think it is a standoff? I think there's a bit of a standoff, Uh, and then. Rick kind of gathers himself. Straightens his long jacket. Poof, sitting there, swaying, uh, going, don't come at me, bro. Um, (laughs) Don't come at me. Stay down. Stay away. I'm a Jedi master. Um, And I don't know if, I don't know if at that point does Rick reef challenge him or recharge or or continue the fight. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I have, I have a thought. What do you think, Jennifer, before I, I, I... don't know. I think his ego is going to be bruised. I think he's not going to know his buddies maybe have like left, mm-hmm. have left him there. And maybe, maybe he's an emotional kind of guy. Maybe he's yeah. like, what have I done? Who yeah. am I? Yeah. You know? And right. So. And I think on that note, I think Rick stops. Mm-hmm. And I think okay. he says, look, I've got a good job at the Royal <laughs> Naboo Volunteer Army. He doesn't know he's going to lose it. He has no. He's yeah, done enough, right. but he doesn't know that now. And I think he says, "I'm sorry. I'd like to express my apologies to you, Jedi Master Poof, um, about what I've done. But I'm doing it for that kid. That kid's got something. Yeah. And you need to take that kid in and train him in the ways of the Force. And Poof's like, "Who?" <laughs> he says, "Annie. Who? Annie. Uh, that kid is wizard." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he isn't. 
Wow. Yeah, so I, I think it is logical that they, that they would come to a break in their fighting because they're not natural fighters. Neither of them are aggressive people. No. But I think this is how we answer the question of who actually wins, hmm. of yeah. what we've learned from the characters. I think, bottom line, Rick O'Lee doesn't have anything skill-wise, resource-wise, in his back pocket mm-hmm. that is going to even out going against a Jedi. And I think he picked the wrong Jedi. Because I think, mm-hmm. as we know, Jedi, uh, they're trained from, from a very young age, but they still do have to fight their own emotions. And sure. I think mm-hmm. a Jedi named Jarl Poof, mm-hmm. who has a long neck that waves back and forth. People see that much, and they go, what an idiot. And then he goes, and I'm hiding three arms, and I've got a brain in my butt. Right. I think that's a Jedi that gets teased a lot. Right. And I yeah. think he's got some boiling anger and patience issues. Mm. Absolutely. And I think Rick Oli tries to slow things down and says, yeah. I shouldn't have fought with you just because you have a really long neck. Yeah. And Poof just can't hear it again and says, <gasps> I'm, I'm going to take your head off. Everybody, everybody, my whole life has teased me because I'm going to lose my head. Yeah. I'm going to show you Rick, yeah, Poof, Rick Oli. And Poof wow. is like, look, even that long foreheaded Kiati Mundi thinks he can make fun of me just because I have a long neck. Have you seen that guy's forehead? It's phallic in nature. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disturbing. Kiati Mundi is the popular Jedi. Yeah. He's the one that's got a lot of favor. And I think Yarl Poof always considered him in, in direct competition but always losing yep. Kiati Mundi. Yeah. And I think this is a, it's all boiling. Yeah. Up. And I think, I think, uh, he, he has been mocked so consistently for having a long neck that's easily cut off. Yeah. I think he's just going to be like, look, any neck is easily cut off when you're a <laughs> Jedi master with a lightsaber right. by Rick Oli. Yeah. So this is it. Yes. This is his moment where he's finally had enough. Yeah, okay. I think I think Poof snaps. Poof snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Another great Star Wars name. <laughs> Poof snaps. Poof snaps. Uh, and I think Rick Oli only has time to just say, "I've made a terrible mistake," and then his head's gone. It's gone. It's gone. You so in your wow. world, Rick Oli killed. I'm saying to put on administrative leave. <laughs> You're saying he's dead and gone in a race, and that's why we. Didn't I think see I, I could I could jog back and say I, I'm okay with that. I could jog back and say uh, that Yarl Poof takes a limb. But in my world where Yarl Poof okay. is so sick of being made fun of for that neck, yeah. it's, you know, it's like when a, a bull sees red, when Yarl Poof is mad, he sees neck. <laughs> Which would make me think if you look closer at Yarl Poof, and you all should do that now, wherever <laughs> if you're driving, pull over yeah. and bring it up on the Google box. I think based on what you're telling me, Joseph, and Jennifer, see, tell me if I'm wrong. I think Poof is Snoke. <laughs> I think so. I there think that is. is why he uh, he appears so yeah. tall in that hologram is yeah. that <laughs> Poof has built a fake body yeah. to cover his long neck. He's a little bit, I'll make reference to Men in, Men in Black again, he's a little bit like the alien in the old Jewish Russian jeweler. He's yeah. in but piloting Snoke as right. well, but the face is very reminiscent. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I, I think in after taking up the head, uh, there was a, another fight, his emotions, kind of like with Kylo Ren not being able to stop the bowcaster because he was lost on emotions. I think the other Naboo guy's Maybe jumped him a little bit. Maybe that's where you got the cut. I don't yeah, know. I think so. Mm. I, by the way, I don't think Poof is really Snoke out there. If you're yeah. listening, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe there. just his secondary brain. His oh. secondary brain is is Snoke. Maybe. So that is our take on the epic battle between uh, Rick Oli and Yarl Poof. Did you want to add any any final thoughts on on? <sighs> Uh, yeah, the I head just, cutting off of Rick Yeah, Oli. I feel like it's is it's it, a Mortal Kombat moment, you yeah, know, where yeah. Rick is kind of like, oh, wait, finish what him. is it? Yeah, exactly, finish him, and then there he goes. Oops, I that's just a, no, that's <laughs> a, the you're, microphone. You're, you're in my full of anger. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so that, that that's what that's how we call it. Uh, we'll also post on Twitter a poll where you guys can just vote and see just hardcore numbers. Who would win in a fight? Rick Oli, Yarl Poof. As we go along with Databank Brawl, we're always going to be putting up underpowered people against overpowered people because it's fun. And sometimes it'll uh, it'll work out the way it should, and sometimes there will be a surprise. But I just didn't see anything in Rick Oli to give no. us that factor of surprise. Any I factor tried. of surprise no. he takes away by telling people what he's doing. <laughs> so that has been uh, this episode of databank brawl uh feel free to continue to tweet at us with suggestions of individual combatants you'd like or whole fights you'd like to see with the hashtag databank brawl we've got a bunch of great suggestions our next episode will be a one of the battles that you guys suggested but i wanted to get a classic of force awakens in a prequel out there first but next time there will be a fight suggested by you here on databank brawl 